leadership and woman being a woman in tech, mm-hmm. working yeah. in a big five company. What are some of the challenges that arise in that? Like the pressure of just that is enough, but added your life and your experiences and what you've went through is another thing kind of just separating. Yeah. And how does it feel the day to day? I think the biggest thing that's been a struggle for me is that I feel if I do something, I have now come off as a bitch. Whereas, and this is like a classic thing that everyone (laughs) says, right? Because it's so true. Like if a man did what I just did, like, would, like, would they be like, what, what oh, is like, what is like one of the things that you're kind of talking about? You're looking to the side like, you know, exactly the moment. But <laughs> oh, my God, you can literally <laughs> read my face so well. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I did have an experience recently that I'm like thinking of and it's happened time and time again. Right. But there was an experience recently where I was like, man, like definitely not going to ask that guy for feedback because <laughs> he's going to be like, Robin is rude and abrasive. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I felt that somebody was coming up short somewhere and it was something that they were supposed to own. And I felt that they weren't and I felt that they were putting it on me. And I just wasn't accepting that. Like it just it just didn't feel like it matched with the values of the company that I work for. And Mm. I had a lot of problems with that. And I, I just pushed back. I didn't say anything crazy. I just was like, well, who owns this? Is it you who owns this? Really trying to like push it. Right. And I'm trying to dance around something. And I'm, even though I'm dancing around it and being as nice as possible, I'm like, I, he thinks I'm a bitch. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, like he actually apologized to me a couple of weeks later for not like kind of stepping up, but, and I still even, I'm like, but he thinks I'm a bitch. Um, so I think like that kind of thing is just like always worrying about how you're coming off, um, and always wanting to be nice and always wanting to be empathetic. Like the other day or no, I was, it was actually this morning I got on a call And I was led to believe that somebody had to had like solved something for us. And I get on the call and it's something it's already a pathway that I've already gone down and I know it's going to lead nowhere. And I'm now pissed that he's Mm -hmm. wasted a half hour of my time. And I still thought, oh, maybe I should say thank you to him for trying. (laughs) You know, like it's like, why, why do I have to validate this person? That wasted my time. But I still like that's what I want to validate them because I want everyone to think I'm nice. So what did you do in that moment? Because on one hand, like you just talked to almost wanting to uphold the the company's culture. And honestly, Mm -hmm. that's the reason why I love speaking with you, because that's something you did for me. Basically, like I I was having a tough time, like I'm just getting all my thoughts off, pissed off. And you're just like, no, that's not the way it should be like. And so I saw that in you leading that way, kind of what were the steps to be a leader, be a strong force? Like, man, I'm, I'm still a, a person that wants to uphold this culture and kind of breaking away from feeling like you have to be nice just because of how you were made. I mean, I just think though the, I really believe when I look at other companies that like that 
my company is like doing it the right way. I really do believe that like deep in my soul, like I'm a drinker of the Kool-Aid. I've kind of been like that at a lot of companies that I've worked for. And so like, I don't know, like, I just feel like I'm being empowered. So I have to go with that at the end of the day. Like I have to stick with that, even if it kills me inside and it's not going to be like that every day. I'm going to like you know, be too afraid to speak up sometimes or be too afraid to push back. But like, it's a practice. And I guess I'm just kind of like practicing slowly figuring it out. I kind of walk through your, your timeline. I'm not going to list the companies, but I think you were promoted like three different times in the different companies you worked starting at 2013 till now. What is it about you that once you dive into something, you just grind and grind and grind and grind and 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 work your way up? Like, what is it about you that dives into something 100 percent? You seem like you can't half ass anything. Like, what is the, <laughs> yeah, the no, it's so that funny have? that you said that, because it's like, sure, like I have gotten promoted however many times, but there was also a stretch of time where I didn't get promoted for a while. And I felt like I was failing and, and the imposter syndrome was really just like totally like ruining everything for me. And then once I kind of worked on that, like, um, and of course, you know, in the past I, I've been promoted before I kind of worked on that, but things ebb and flow. Right. And like, so I think working on the imposter syndrome for me was huge. Like, I really believe you're not going to be able to succeed if you are telling yourself that you suck and that you're not going to be able to succeed. So there was just kind of like a change of mindset for me there. And then I think it's almost like for me, and I'm, I'm actually trying to unravel this and find a balance right now because I think I've gone maybe too far on the like, um, overachiever side, Mm. uh, because it feels so good to be validated by the people around you that you're good at your job. And that's not really, I don't think that's healthy and I need to work on that. But that became like, you know, I think being in a sales org, we are competitive people and I was driven by watching that number grow up. That was something yeah. that really drove me. And then like watching like the when I've developed a program that was highly successful, like watching the feedback roll in, like that made me feel so good. And then when I got promoted at a company that you have to literally show every single thing that you've ever done and why you deserve this, it felt so good. Right. Right. And so like that, that does drive me. And maybe that makes me a little bit of like um, a workaholic in that sense. But I also have a good sense of my work life balance. But I do think I, I get some validation from being good at my job. It's so awesome that you're able to know. And to, for some people listening, they're like, I'll take all the validation you can give me, like for you to recognize, like, that's an issue, even after everything that you've been through in your life, like that, that's an issue to love all of that. Because I think like, if you take in all the praise, you're going to take in all the hate and all like, so when it gets negative and Mm -hmm, when we get to the dark times, you start, there's no draw. You can't just choose the good stuff. And like, so I'm glad that you're able to, to kind of focus in and zero in on that. The one thing that I would, say that's interesting here between me and you is I kind of differ. Right. And, and the reason why I felt so comfortable and kind of, I was uh, upset and pissed in in my day to day Mm -hmm. and came to you is because I 
don't care about that. Like not saying that you care about to impress anybody, but I'm coming from a total different background where I guess my ego, I'm here, like I'm up here. And then being in a different role where I'm having to learn different things and almost drop to the barrel, the bottom of the barrel. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. cool. But I've never ever in my life felt the need to impress or to gain validation or to do those things. My whole thing and the rift and the tension that got into me was I felt like I couldn't express instead Mm -hmm. of impress. I I couldn't express myself because I feel trapped. And I don't know. I just, I think there's, there's something about expressing yourself in your place of work that is freeing that you don't, you don't need the impression. You don't need the validation. You're, you're strictly here to uphold the culture, do your job and to grow in your role. And I don't know, that's just my take on that. And, ah, and again, I think that's why I came to you because I felt free and I felt kind of open enough to share that with you because there's a lot of, and this is just a tangent again, there's a lot of people in these big tech, they say leadership, leadership role, leadership position. I don't give a damn about that. And I don't think that's what that is at all. I say, I'll say management. I will never say leadership unless you, you show yourself a leader. And there's something that you did for me. Like you showed yourself a leader. Like, wait, I sense, I feel, nigga, this is Zoom. This is like miles away from each other. I've never met you, but I sense like this person's going through something here. Like I should be there and just listen if I'm a person of a a leader. So that's where I felt kind of comfortable being and coming to you in that. And I'm so thankful that, you know, I was able to even kind of, spit whatever at you and for you to kind of take that in it's huge but uh, I don't know I just think that there's something that you have that's so special one that you're able to to experience these hardships in your life and over and over and over and and, it, and you recognize the patterns that got you there mm-hmm. and you mentioned like being with these external factors your family and you're working through all these things and you're able to charge and almost in your work life you're, you flip it on its head and you, you excel, you excel, you excel, but you're still recognizing like, I don't want the love just because my outside, my personal life is this way. I still don't need all the love because I can get to that place. There's so many, there's so many good things about what you've been able to show here. It's like, you're analytical to a T. I get why you're at the big tech because you, you can process and you know how to like get to the ground level and the foundation of how you feel, why you move what will get you out of that? Even the, like the granular, the the ground level steps that will help you every single day. I think that's so huge. And I know a lot of people listening to this would be like, damn, they, they big tech for a reason. She's a leader for a reason. She's a manager for a reason. I think your work life, if there's anything that that can tell me to even your personal life, that every time that you keep working and that you keep pushing, that you see you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, like you're, you're striving because you're competitive, but you're also competitive in your personal life. So every time you keep competing within yourself, you're always going to keep a selling and get to a different level. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, I, I really do believe that like life is like a journey of like constantly learning. And so like, why I, how can I stop? You know, like, how can I stop trying to grow professionally, personally, like whatever? Like, I just I think like you're saying, like, I, you just have to keep ascending. Otherwise, like, what are we here for? And like, aren't you bored? Hey, Genix, you going off? 